Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of Nerd Factory Gaming. First of all, again, I want to thank you all for the wonderful replies and wonderful reviews. Everything. It's just been an amazing experience. Uh, today I have something really exciting to share with you. Well, it seems that there are many things that are happening in the news. For one, we have had... Miles Morales exclusive gameplay shown via Game Informer, which we've seen the Rhino chase scene. And my god, it just looks so damn good. I mean, the graphical detail is... The one scene that really blew me away was when the floor shattered. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. And the fact that this game looks absolutely ridiculous... On 1080. Now imagine on 4K. Now you might be saying that, whoa, you're the one who said screw 4K and doesn't matter. And I never said doesn't matter. I mean, if I'm able to get RT and higher frame rate on a lower resolution, yeah, I'll take that. But with Spider Man, it doesn't seem that we need that kind of com uh, compromise. With Devil May Cry, though, it seems that we do. Anyways, moving on. It looks so damn beautiful. We also got a glimpse at J. Jonah Jameson. Wow, that was pretty awesome. And it seems that, believe it or not, <laughs> PS5s are finally going out to the media. Many people have gotten them today, and for some reason, some Xbox fans are thinking that those are fake. Seriously? How? I mean, they're... <laughs> Their comments were so damn funny and so mind-boggling, I just wanted to hit my head. I mean, this one person said that the shadow doesn't line up with the thickness of the box. This is AR. Then somebody says, no, this is VR. And I was like, yeah, sure. Anyways, screw them. Next thing that was even more impressive to find out. It's kind of an old news, but still pretty cool. The new PS Store is up! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Now it doesn't look bad, it looks in line with everything that PS5 has done recently. I mean, it looks very much similar to that. White and blue accents. It looks fine, I like it. It's not bad, but one problem with it, I think, is the fact that you can't see the name of the games. Now why is that? I mean, you might be thinking that, well, it's the same thing with PS4. Well, no, and the PS... For PlayStation app, you can actually see the names once you go into it. And even in the site, you can see it. With this, I'm not sure why it isn't doing it. At the same time, I'm not sure why it isn't up on PS4. Maybe it's because uh, rolling out still, or maybe it's because it's a PS4, not a PS5 at this point. So Sony's saying, okay, screw you. We're just focusing on that. Don't know. I'm curious because it doesn't seem to be a problem for them. I mean, the web store has the new layout, so it shouldn't be hard to make it for PS app, let alone PS4. And you can't, you can't possibly say that, well, it's a different thing on PS5, it's an integrated app. No, it's a layout. It's not that difficult. Anyways, uh, another cool thing 
that happened in gaming also was the fact that, believe it or not, you can actually buy some accessories from PS5 right now. They've been shipping much quicker than everything else. You can buy some of them, including DualSense controller. The other thing that also surprised me was the fact that some third-party makers have decided to make the plates for PlayStation 5 in different colors. It doesn't cost a lot, thankfully, but it's not also cheap. It costs a pretty penny, of course. It costs 40 bucks for you to get chrome, black, blue, or red. Now, you know I'm definitely going for the red. But 40 bucks? I mean, it's a little bit much. I don't know. I mean, I am excited that this thing is happening, but I'm actually waiting to see them come out, see the textures, see how it feels, and how customizable it actually is. And I mean, this is a lucrative business, honestly. I mean, imagine so many people are just going to make different plates for PlayStation 5, and people are going to buy them by the heaps. I mean, PlayStation doesn't even need to put out bundles anymore. They will, definitely, but it's not going to be a priority anymore. They can just tell everybody else to make it for themselves. It's pretty cool. The fact that it comes off, mm, gives them a really big head start on customization when compared to Xbox. Now, I don't know if that happens with DualSense. I don't think it happens because some people have actually tore it down and I don't think that can happen. Kind of a disappointment when you compare it to PS5 itself, but then again, it's a controller. I mean, you can customize it, always. You don't need to definitely do it that way. But it would have been nice if it came off easily. Now, another thing that is pretty awesome is that Phil Spencer actually said something today that got me really excited. He talked about how Xbox um, streaming could actually become a stick. So you won't need to have a console or have a phone. You can just use it on your TV. And this is something I definitely wanted them to do. It is way better to play on a TV than play on a mobile phone with an extra accessory. Why do I need that? Now, this is one way that Xbox can definitely benefit. This is one thing that I myself will be getting if Xbox does that. Now, here's the thing. I don't want them to do um, a stick because it's just like you're paying extra for that stick. And yes, you might be saying that, well, you know, that's how they make money. Yeah, but if they make it so that that app works, on Android TV, then imagine the possibilities. Like how awesome would it be? You get a, um, you get the app on your TV, you get a controller, and um, then of course you get your subscription and you can play on your TV. You're streaming of course, aren't you? (laughs) It's working, it's Android. That's how it's supposed to work. Now you might be thinking that that's an awesome idea but I would definitely need a controller, and that still costs something. It seems that, however, DualSense DualSense controller actually works with the Xbox app regardless. So I think that if Microsoft is serious about this, they can just forego their console business and do this. Makes more sense to me, and it's like a Netflix. It's not bad. 
Pretty thing to note that I actually found out recently. One of the ways that Game Pass makes money is the fact that it gives you the very basic version of the game. It means that no DLC are included, no extra things, everything else you have to buy yourself. Anybody thinking that, well, yeah, that's what we knew, but not exactly. This is a precedent, maybe, for the future where everything else might be the same way. Like, you suddenly see that the game comes out on Game Pass, and it features different versions. Like, one version features just a tiny bit of it, another version you have to pay to get more, it could be that way. I mean, it's Microsoft. They have to make money somehow. And fun fact, if you didn't know, Netflix is not actually making money. <laughs> they just keep getting money from benefactors and everyone else to somehow make some money. And when I read this, I was actually really blown away. I didn't believe it. But I did a little research and it turns out, yeah, they're not making much money. Anyways, another cool thing that's happened, cool as in the fact of how it backfired. The creative director at Stadia, he said that streamers should pay developers a license fee so they can then stream the games and make money and give some pro profit to the developers. Now, this was a very controversial take. They might be saying that everyone, every streamer, or just those who get the game for free? Turns out he's talking about everyone, not just people who get the game for free, but everyone. I was thinking like, what's wrong with you? Everyone? Like if I want to stream Fall Guys just for fun, I have to pay and I'm not making any money. And he didn't mean it in a way to say that, well, if you're making money, you have to do No, he said, you have to pay. I mean, you're using your content. I was like, yeah, you can fuck off. So. What the hell? <laughs> and he seemed to be amazed at how people were angry at him. And the fun part, where it was so cool, was when Google actually posted on Twitter saying that, actually posting a statement overall, saying that Google, YouTube, and Stadia do not share the same views as the creative director. That was like a huge punch in the gut for the guy. I mean, yikes. <laughs> Imagine your own company leaving you behind. They'll be like, no, we're here. We are not definitely with this guy. He's crazy. He's very crazy. I mean, <laughs> thank you, Google, for doing that. So, so far, the gaming landscape has been fun in, the, in these couple of days. So many things have happened. And um, I can't wait to see how PlayStation does when it comes to, um, well, how they're going to be shown with the media the reviews, and I'm very curious about the cooling. I want to see how good it cools the console. And quick note, Digital Foundry doesn't seem to be on good relationship with PlayStation for some reason. They keep saying bad things about it. Like they said the Teradown video was very uninteresting. And when I looked at the profile of the guy, profile picture, it was like uninteresting himself. It was like, bleh. Like, he didn't even care that if he was living or not. Then came that other guy that was, like, with a British accent saying that, Right, Xbox is so damn innovative. Like, PlayStation is not innovative. How is it not innovative? Both of them are innovative. But one of them is lazy. 
The other one is doing their best. And I mean, Xbox is being lazy. How the hell do you fit that kind of console in that small space? Impressive? Sure. Practical? No. I mean, we've seen it run old games so far. How will it handle new games? And by the way, quick note. It seems that Xbox has actually removed any mention of ray tracing on their packaging, but they kept other stuff on their packaging, such as velocity architecture. I'm thinking, why? Do they not like ray tracing? I mean, the fact is, you might be thinking that ray tracing might not be that important, but it is. It makes a huge difference in graphics. And something tells me that Xbox is having trouble with ray tracing. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I'm very excited. Should you or should you not care about Digital Foundry's opinion? At the end of the day, we're just going to have fun. We just want to play the games. This is the first generation that I've seen people are caring way too much about the performance. I don't give a crap about any of that. I just want to play my console and have fun. I don't care. Honestly, I, don't, I really don't. Do I care if it looks beautiful? Yeah. Do I care if it absolutely hits every single frame rate? No. Really don't. I just want to have fun. Screw them. I mean, why? <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for joining. This was a gaming news recap. I hope you had fun listening to it. It was pretty fun. By the way, I'm going to debut a new art cover art for this particular thing. Would be pretty cool. I'm going to work on it. And I hope you guys like it as well. It's going to be something pretty awesome. So thank you guys for joining. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, that I'll see you guys again. Ciao!